Bronco Nation, what is up? Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast. I am Matt Lamb, joined today by Mark Moss. Back. Mark Moss is back <laughs> again, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. We're also joined by a good buddy of ours, Taylor Whitney. Thanks for having me. Right here. <laughs> Taylor, thanks for coming on the podcast. We've been friends since high school. Yeah, 99. So 23, 24 years. Yeah. Good to have you. So, a lot to talk about. We've got head coaching, yeah, head coaching position. Yep. We've got uh, win over Air Force. We've also got some breaking news to discuss. Breaking news. Yeah, Mountain West Championship oh. game. Yeah, the computers shine on us brightly today. That was a weird deal, right? Just weird I- deal. <laughs> So, with those three topics, what do you want to jump into? I say we go to the game first, right? Yeah. Because that leads into everything else, maybe? Yeah. What were your thoughts, Mark? Yeah, so first off, um, you know, I don't know. I Thoughts were... So, I was at the game. Did you guys... Either of you go... There. You were there. Okay, Taylor was there. Not there. Um, I, first thing, uh, ambiance, uh, environment, credit where credit is due again. I mean, I think they said that this was the the most uh, the the biggest crowd for a, a last home game ever, right? And it was full. I mean, and I've been to those games where it's you know November and the students are out of town, and that whole section is just empty, right? Just forget about it. And I was kind of expecting that, but anyway. So I mean, we can talk about that later. But that was awesome. Um, again. Bronco Nation showed up again um, in a tough year. But, you know, a lot was on the line. As far as the game goes, um, we got it done, right? We got yeah. it done. Air Force, you know, I don't know how good. It's their fourth loss in a row. But they yeah, came they, to play. they've fallen hard. They had the same thing. I mean, they had negative things going on in, in, with their team in the fact that their quarterback's out, and they had lost three three games in a row. But the reality was they had the same thing on the line as we did, right? Yeah. And, and we got the win. So... Yeah, happy about that. Yeah, so they started freshman quarterback, right? I don't even know. When you're at the game, you don't quite get yeah, all the you I, know. I think, ins and outs. I think he was a freshman. Britain, yeah, him as a freshman, and didn't finish up with him. They went to Boucher, not <laughs> Bobby. Bobby Boucher, <laughs> different guy. The announcer said his name like 50 times. It was hard not to think about <laughs> at the game. He said, it. "Yeah, he kept saying Boucher over and over again." <laughs> Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, what I thought was uh, great about the game, and again, looking back, we've got Genty, we've got Hawani. I mean, that one-two punch is awesome, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Genty's little screen pass that so ended up being so good, huge, scoring on that. He had a guy one-on-one, and he still didn't get touched. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what happened with that guy's attempted tackle, but... Genty kind of just made his way around him, and Genty's special, for sure. Yeah, and then, you know, you have those two, and then you throw Green in the mix, which Green obviously showed uh, his talent running. Throwing the ball, I mean, that interception in the end zone was bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I, you know, I looked at his, what were they, 13 for 17? No, yeah, 13 for 17. 200 and something yards, of course, 75, and we're on a screenplay, right? I will say this, though. he, 
the 13 completions he had, he had some nice balls. They weren't all just dink and dunks. He had some nice balls. Um, and you take away the two, and we'll get, I'll get to that in a second. He, I thought he looked confident, and I thought he made some of the better throws that he's made all year. But then he had those two, and that one is just the, – the, the first one was – it's just – you can't throw that ball. Didn't see the – You didn't see there. him, but it's just like he's rolling out. He's throwing across the body a little bit, and it was just – we had an identical one the week before against Utah State that we picked in the end zone. Yeah. Um, but that, And then the second one was a bad throw. and shouldn't. Both of those were decisions. He shouldn't have thrown either one of those. And it's tough because as a quarterback, he everything else he looked great. It would You take those two things away, and it was by far and away his best game of the year, in my opinion. But in a close game against a good opponent, opponent, you throw two bad picks. I mean, that's the difference between a middling team, a seven and five team, six and six team, or a really good team sometimes. And he's not quite there yet. Um, will he get the chance to be there? He's here only next a sophomore. Year? He's only. I'm not going to bash on the guy. He had a great game outside of two, you know, two throws. But um, we can get into that. But I'm interested to see what. Yeah. Did, did you watch it? On, you watched it on TV. I watched it on TV. So the interceptions were bad. I couldn't tell if that was just a good play by the defender. And, and you know, it so. looked like he's just it was just bad, just staring it down, okay. threw it, and didn't see him because well, he uh, stepped right in front of and him that and picked it off. Pick was that play he did to Bowens like four times for first down conversions in the previous game, um, New Mexico, and like I don't know, they didn't take any chances though either. He had a couple good. Throws across the middle of the mm-hmm. tight ends, which was good to see. Dude, Matt Louder. Louder's big game. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Couple games in a row. Yeah, he's had some good good plays. And I'm sure there's a ton of blocks that we don't see. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. stuff. Blocking, but catching, man. We didn't throw down field at all, though, did we? I didn't see anything to Strawn or Bolt. Not, not anything deep. Strawn had a great catch on, I think, the last drive that yep. got us a first down. Yeah. That was his only catch, right? Yeah. Right before that, I was like, you know who misses Matson is strong <laughs> maybe uh, but then he made that yeah. throw right away so yeah they didn't ask him to do too much i think that's kind of the, that's got to be the game the plan. plan with taylor that's at this plan. point right i mean maybe you know let's i don't know if we want to talk about this but going into next you know he's going to have now another off season most likely he has another offensive coordinator if he's st- no matter whether he stays or goes uh i know brandon uh you know brandon's not here brandon's out of town by the way yeah Brandon, um, not here. Hope, hope you're having a good time in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. But um, Brandon really wants Bush to stay, you know, and Me we'll too. get into the coach. And I would love him to stay too, but I don't know how, depending on who the hire is, how realistic that is, I don't know. But Taylor Green, no matter, I mean, most likely has another coordinator again, which is going to be tough, but maybe he needs that. I don't know. So he's staying, Mark, because you've been he, saying kind of all along, he, he might be a flight risk. Taylor Genty might be a flight risk. Well, I and I still think that they are for sure. Portal opens December fourth. So, so there's well, actually the, they could have transferred already. It's open already. It's open now. And the interesting thing, so for those people that don't know, because I I noticed on Twitter that there are a lot of people that don't actually know this. The minute that Avalos for the uneducated was fired, folks, oh yeah, you know, that Mark comes we, across on Twitter, kind of know everything. <laughs> no, I do know this. I do happen to know this. As soon as Avalos was fired. Boise State's portal opened for yeah. 30 days. So that's a new rule in the NCAA. So the portal's been open since Avalos was fired. Eric McAllister isn't actually in the portal, by the way. Just 
Interesting. Interesting. Right? Oh, he Very interesting. He left portal. a team. He's not in the portal. What's also interesting, nobody left that we know of, right? Nobody's entered. Correct. And Danielson signs three ver- or gets three, three verbal verbals. commits. Interesting. Not signs, but. Very interesting. One of them's a kicker. Yeah. Defensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. You don't know who the head coach is going to be? interesting. <laughs> I don't know what the sales pitch is to someone like that. I really don't. I mean, you, you're you not going to know most likely your head coach. You're probably not going to know your position coach. But they're they're obviously selling them on the program. Um, yeah, I mean the name there is big. And you got to remember too, verbal commits or something. I'm not trying to be skeptical, but verbal commits are one of those things where um, they can change them at any time. Yeah. And as guys start to commit, you start as a Division One prospect, you start looking and saying, "Oh, well, they had they gave me an offer. Well, they're filled up now, and they're filled up. And so there might be a point where it's like I just got to get in, you know, accept an offer, and then we'll, sh- you know, because I don't want to be left." You know, yeah. without an offer, if you wait too long, right? So, I don't know if any of those three were high level commit, like high level prospects. I didn't go into that, but to get three, I mean, for an interim coach, that says something. Um, you know about the, I think more about the program because I I don't think that Danielson is sitting there telling him I'm going to be the head coach. I don't think there's any way he could say that. He can't. Yeah. I mean, how could you? No. So he's selling them on the program and how great it is, and that's or or is it position coaches? You know, is it? The position coaches, they, they're all, none of them have a contract after next week, right? That's true. That's a tough time. Well, you see it, like, you see the videos of Danielson in the locker room getting thrown up, and everybody's like, oh, this is Dude, they p- carried him. Game. They're, like, yeah. lifting him up. But then, then they use the commitment thing, too, and, <clears> and maybe it's all explainable, and I don't know. But one is a kicker who's a transfer for San Diego State. So, I don't know, maybe he's on the tail end, and, I mean, I, I would come to Boise State if I needed to get out of San Diego not knowing who the coach is, but I don't know how yeah. important a coach is to a kicker. Yeah, good I don't point. Know. And then the lineman, some reason I was drawing tea leaves that he was connected to Hassanin somehow. And yeah. so maybe he's a knows somebody or there's a connection there. Yeah, so maybe it's coach. more he's player relations. One of them's overseas. Yeah. And I don't know who the third one is. So yeah, I can't uh, remember either, but interesting. Nonetheless, it's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good and thing. I think that's cool for Danielson to be able to tweet yeah. out that, you yeah. know, bleed blue or whatever the graphic yeah. is that he tweets out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got to be having a ton of fun. I'm sure he's worried and, you know, maybe a little paranoid. I don't know about what the future holds for him. Yeah. But the guy is having a blast. You saw him. I mean, when Dalmas banged that 52 yard field goal, <laughs> awesome. yeah. that was a huge kick, yeah. by the way. Huge. Put us up by seven, eight, eight. Put I us mean, up by put eight. us eight by eight. Which meant, you know, they couldn't go ahead. Right. So huge field goal. Danielson's just going crazy. And you love to see that. Yeah, you love to see it. Well, Thomas ran straight to him. He didn't even stop and dap up the holder. He just ran straight over to Danielson. So, like, they were both. Yeah, they did the chest bump in the air. (laughs) The team loves Danielson. You know, and so let's just, we can just go right into it, right? I mean, I'm sure we'll get back to the game and the championship coming up. But the team. I mean, there's no doubt the team loves Danielson, right? Yeah. The the interesting thing, and and I'm we're all seeing everyone listening to this is seeing the, the both sides of that debate, right? Do you make a coaching hire off a couple games, off emotions of the players that could be gone in a couple weeks, anyways? You certainly don't. I don't think you can. Um, but I think it sounds like people close to the program and people who have been around him feel like Spencer Danielson is going to be a a head coach. Chris Peterson said somewhere it on the, soon. Like, oh, did he? Yeah, on Fox. On yeah. The so and then so it's just like, well, I don't know. I I um I know I waffled back and forth on it. My initial thought when they when Jeremiah Dickey fired Andy Avalos 
First of all, I don't think he ever thought we'd be in this position. I really don't. No. I don't think anybody did. Nobody thought. Like, so, no one thought this. No. Which is incredibly awesome uh, that we're in this position, right? But I don't, there's no way in my mind that Jeremiah Dickey, who was basically handed the Avalos hire, was going to fire Avalos for the defensive coordinator that has been here for six or seven years, who, Let's be honest. The defense was not playing great up to that this point this year. Up to that point, um, that was not the plan at all. I, I mean, I don't think Jeremiah Dickey had even a two percent chance that that Danielson was going to be the hire. And then things start to happen, and the teams. But by by firing Avalos when he did, he opened up the possibility to, to what we have now. Yeah. And he, here's the thing: the players love him. Okay. Um, he's obviously uh, the community seems to love him. Um, here's one that stands out to me though. After that game, there were three prominent NFLers. Yeah. Scott Matlock, uh, JL Skinner and Tyreek Jones, all within a couple hours, all tweeted out that he should be the next head coach. And that's th- those guys were under him for they multiple for years, him, right? for five years, yeah. right? Four or five years that carries weight. In my opinion, right? Yeah. And so, and, and it's interesting too, because you also have the camp, the, the players that played, I don't know how long ago it was, but the Hunter Whites that are like calling for Jeff Choate, right? For Jeff Choate. Because they played for Those him. Are, yep. And it's like they'll yell for him. Yeah. But the guys here that are saying, like Skinner, who wants Danielson, they've obviously played for him. Yeah. So it's like. It, and ultimately, Jeremiah Dickey, okay, if you ask me right now, who who is, is it going to be Danielson or not? I honestly do not believe that he's going to hire Danielson. Does anyone here think he will? No. See, I, I don't think he will. I would be fine if he was the coach, would, though. Driving yeah, over here, yeah. So driving over here, I thought to myself, what would be the home run hire in my eyes? Like, what would be a hire that would, I would be excited about, other than Chris Peterson and Kellen Moore? Bronco Mendenhall. <laughs> Wait, what? No. I just no. You heard that though, right? I I'm did sorry. hear about it, dude. Do, yeah. Dude, dude. Some people have been like, "Yeah, Bronco would be great." I'm like, "What?" Well, right. supposedly Jeremiah interviewed him yesterday. Supposedly, uh, yeah, allegedly. I can't imagine. So no, I just no. I can't name a. I I honestly can't name Stop. a candidate that I would be like, "Yes, Agreed. we got so and so." So then you start yeah. saying, "Okay, well, you have to trust Dickie." At this point, you just do. There's because the reality is that you hire, you make one bad hire, which with Avalos bad hire, I don't know. That's on. That wasn't on Jeremiah at all. That's but weird. this one's on him, hundred percent, hundred percent. And if you hire, here's the thing: if you hire, it, let's say Danielson goes out and they win this week, and then you go and hire someone else. There's only one person that all of Bron- with all the rumors. There's only one person we know wants the job. That's Jer- that's that's Spencer Danielson. Whoever you hire, everyone will now compare to the potential hire Spencer Danielson. Hmm. So whether it's an FCS coach, whether it's Bronco Mendenhall, whether it's some other guy, it's always if it things don't go well, they're going to say, "Why didn't we keep the guy that won four games in a row and won the championship?" So in my opinion, the safe hire. If they win this week, the safe hire is Danielson. Yes, because look at how many question marks start popping up if Danielson goes. You got a new coordinator, right? You're, new coordinators, defensive and offensive. And you look at Bush Hamden. Hamden stays, right? I think he's done a really good job. Yep. I mean, if they bring a new coach on from somewhere else. He's probably not even invited to stay, let alone, yeah. you know. Um, and then what What do the players think? Because these guys like Bush. They like Danielson. Yep. So you're, yeah. That's What do you think? Well, Dickie knows. He made the decision to fire him, so he knows the details of 
why it wasn't working. And we still don't know, right? We right. know there was enough dysfunction where the locker room was lost and enough people weren't having fun or liking what was going on. And then they couldn't tolerate losing anymore as a result of that as well. Mm-hmm. And just kept piling on. Mm-hmm. Dickie knows there enough data about that to have made the decision to fire him. So he, when he's looking at Danielson, he's assessing, can Danielson overcome that past these last couple of games and into next year or not? And we don't even like, we're impressed with Dickie, but do we know he's big time? Like we're impressed with his fundraising, his vision, his goals, but we don't know. There's you, not enough yet to know if he's how many head coaches yet. has he hired? Right. So we don't know if he actually can go out and get that star coach that won't look right to the fans because we love Dickey. But maybe he is big time. He's going to bring him in, and he'll shut us all up with our speculations about whether he should have hired Danielson or not. But we don't know that yet either. But we do need to trust his decision because he knows what's yeah. going on to make that fire. So he knows whether Danielson's the right fit or not. And he'll compare the, all the other candidates as well. So Yeah, I think I, in my mind, I think Spencer Danielson is the, is the ace in the hole, right? And every candidate you're comparing against him. I mean, that's what you got to do as yeah. Dick, as Dickie talks to all of them. And then you say, okay, this is my known commodity here. And also as he talks to Spencer, I assume, and I hope that he's going to have an actual interview with Spencer Danielson. And as Jeremiah Dickie, I'd want to know, okay, you were here, you worked for Avalos. From all accounts, before this year, it was like he was Avalos's guy. You have to under you have to hear a plan from Spencer Down and say how why is this not going to be just like what just happened, right? Like, yeah. what is your plan to make it different than what it was? Um, which I would assume there are several or whatever, but you'd have to have you know Spencer would have to come up with the this is how I'm going to do things differently, obviously. Um, but it's a, it's a really I don't envy Jeremiah Dickey at all. It would have been so much easier if we would have, on Jeremiah if we would have lost the other day. Yeah, because then you don't. No one's expecting nor wanting right. Danielson. And you just players. need Danielson to just you know yeah. hold things till yeah till the end of the season. And, and I once I heard the news of Avalos being fired and Danielson being promoted to interim head coach, my initial thought was I, I don't think he's the guy. Like he's yeah. a good hey he yeah. can fill the position for a little bit. Yeah, but now it's like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see it as a letdown. I if, wouldn't either. If he would, because I would have thought, you know, going into it, like, man, if Danielson's the coach, we didn't. We didn't try very hard. We didn't look yeah. far enough. But right now, it's like if we go out and look and do this national search, and we come back with, well, Danielson's a guy. I would be okay with that. I'd be okay with it. Well, do we know we're better now though? Like we know the spirits are higher. <laughs> it's two we games. Went, we went down to Utah State. I was at that game. That fan base was apathetic. Did not care. They did not make noise, and we just kick their butts. Maybe we would have done that with Avalos. We looked good with New Mexico the week before. And then we didn't make any huge mistakes in Air Force game, but I didn't think we looked particularly good either. But maybe that's just, that's the style when you play with Taylor as a starter is you just pound it. You don't throw the ball that mm-hmm. much, just like with Cutter last year. Yeah. Um, it's a good point. I don't think you know. I, th- I think that here's the thing, and I know Avalos was saying this, and we were kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't want to parrot him or anything, but the reality is that this team is much more talented than most of the teams we played this year. We know and that it was it was just really unfortunate mistakes. And I would argue some coaching and some some reasons for some of those mistakes. But we were this close. I mean, this year could have been personnel wise a lot different from seven and five. And so maybe maybe if you know, if Danielson was the coach from week one, are we seven and five? I don't know. I have no idea, and we won't know. We won't That's know. for Jeremiah Dickey to figure out. But it's not like we were getting creamed, right? We did. We had some really bad plays and boneheaded stuff and things that happened that led to a really a lot of close losses. 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know who who is better. Who who can we get for whatever we can pay a coach? I don't know. And the thing I, is, there's not a, a ton of legit lists floating around. I mean, no. there's people that have thrown names out, we don't but know anything. No nothing one. has been leaked. No, nothing. It's crazy. Like, people are tracking flights and stuff, and there's, <laughs> you know, people are guessing at stuff, but yeah. we don't know. We don't know, and I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Again, I think Ryan Grubb, and I, I and I don't know. He's making two million bucks as a coordinator at UW, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of so. Just today, there's been several more jobs opening up, and that's why. Oh, well, anyways, I'll get to that in a second. But I think he would be a great hire just because of what he's doing at UW offensively. Other than that, I can't think of a single assistant that I'd be like, oh, that's better than Danielson. Like in my mind right now, everything is compared to Danielson. And I just don't, I don't see an assistant out there that I would be super excited yeah. about. I might be ignorant, but I felt the same way. The only person I get excited about is, is Grubb, but I don't even know that much about him. It's just, yeah, bring just that the results. Here. Just yeah. that he's from Washington. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and they have but, Michael Penix Jr. And can I, he come? He's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a package deal. Yeah. So I, I was of the opinion for the last couple of days that there's no way that, Der- that Jeremiah Dickey can, can announce the hire. Until after the game, if it's not Danielson. After the okay? championship game? Yeah. But. Yeah, if he announces the, anything, that's going to. I just think that's a horrible idea. And there's people. Bad idea. I, was talking, I agree with the that. The focus is going to be gone. I and, think so. So I'm still of that opinion. That said, well, like I just said, there is like a lot of jobs coming open right now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things where if you're looking for your guy and they're not going to sit around and wait like, well, wait, you might hire Dan what if Danielson wins like they need they want something in writing and yeah. then it'll leak and then is it better that you announce it or you don't you know what I mean like because these new positions could be going after Danielson right uh yeah I guess so right I and if it's that. like if Dickie wanted Danielson it's like well they just stole him or they yeah. I was thinking offer. more about um our potential who we're gonna hire is they're also getting Yes. Other teams are going after There's them. There's more competition. And so you need to get something nailed down. But I think the last, the worst thing you could do is tomorrow or the next day or Thursday announce, oh, we've hired the Kent State head coach or the Appalachian State head coach and no one on the staff, no one of the players know him and they're getting ready for championship game. That would be such a, I don't, we agree that that's a bad idea, right? Bad. He might be forced to do that though. Cause if he knows he might be he's forced. got the guy, he, he would have to do it. But I think we're too far down the pecking order. To where it might work out, luck with luck that we he won't be able to solidify that wait decision till Sunday. until after, <laughs> anyways. But we won't know that. But yeah, I think that's the stuff where maybe he feels good about two people, but it's a matter of who you can get and the timing of the championship game and who gets plucked away to another school or whatever. So it's interesting. Yeah. Can we talk about? The weirdness of the Mountain West this season. <laughs> so pathetic, dude. Oh, you mean like the conference? Or the whole conference. The whole yeah. Like, what happened to Fresno State? They lost again. Last they lost night again to San Diego. To San Diego. They didn't win after they beat us. <laughs> yeah, that was for Hoke. They get they oh. they got excited. They won for Hoke. For Hoke, yeah. Yeah. And San Jose else? just won six in a row or five in a row, maybe to finish off the year yeah. after we beat them. And, and you look preseason, UNLV wasn't even on the list. No. To win the Mountain no. West or to even be in the championship game. Uh, no. I, I love that we're playing UNLV. I, could, I feel good about that now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Who knows? You get into a, and I've been in, we've been around sports long enough. You get into a championship game, I don't care who they are, anything can happen. So I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I like our chances. I, I like our chances better this year than Fresno, Fresno. Last, last year at home, to be Fresno. honest. That was it. So, but. Well, because uh, we lost. Yeah, well, no, but I remember going to that game being yeah. more nervous than I am now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Mount West is, it just wasn't, 
I at the beginning of the year we knew we were like this the league is not good. And then there were some things happening like, well, it's oh, like Air Force okay. was number 17 in the nation and then they lost and they lose four, four in a row. row. Weird. And then really Fresno weird. State was right there too. They lost to Air Force, yeah. right? And then yeah. They lose to us, they lose to Well, and and then New it's, Mexico. It's <laughs> I yeah. I think there was a lot of mediocre teams, us included. You know, I think there's a lot of mediocre, upper mediocre. That the bottom wasn't horrible, as horrible as some years, yeah. and the top wasn't top top. So you right. get a lot of parody. And, and it's like it, this is the perfect year for a seven and five Boise State yeah. team to make it to the championship yeah. game. Yeah, it's so hard to know how good we are because we thought yeah. we were so so bad, and then now we're going to the championship <laughs> game. Like, but uh, all these teams that we beat or we think we're better than, they keep losing. Like that Fresno loss was like, oh Fresno, we felt like they were better than them. But then we still lost it. And then we see Fresno after that. It's like, and then no idea how good we actually are because of everything you just yeah. said there. How do you get through 12 games and still not know how good you are? <laughs> what, what a weird year. Overall, I don't think we even looked that great against Air Force. We and did. And they started the freshmen. So I still don't know how good we are. I still feel optimistic about UNLV just because. But Air Force is just such a different beast. You know what I mean? It's just such a That's different. True. It's even a weird when they game. throw it, it's different. It's, it's just a different thing. We're still very susceptible to the throw. <laughs> Big time. I mean, Big Air, Air Force looked. It. What was that? Did they throw? I think they're pretty balanced. I feel like, and they're they're the top scoring team. They score like thirty five a game. So uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to play well. I mean, it's just no gimme, right? I mean, they won. They beat Fresno. They they're not a bad team. There's no way they're a bad team. So you can't don't go nine and three and be a bad team. But um, yeah, two hundred twenty nine yeah. passing yards last night against San Jose State. They threw it. I was thinking they threw it five times in the first half. I was like, really? "Are they trying?" Yeah, I was. I was. I was just looking at stats. I'm like, "Are they just trying to go real vanilla?" They know they're in the game. They don't. And then they they were down three scores, and all of a sudden they came back. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, obviously they were trying, but um, that's yeah, the, yeah." The quarterback went 19 for 29 for 220 because they got down early real fast. Yeah, right. So yeah, that some stuff happened. Uh, it was interesting to watch the reaction online today. Um, a, a lot of the other let's let's all be clear and we know this the, the rest of the mountain west hates us oh dude if they you hate have us. to hate boise state <laughs> oh if you <laughs> they hate us they, they the, if they didn't hate us before which they did yeah they hate us even more now. i know and and so there was a lot like i saw a lot of just dumb stuff like oh the mountain west did this for boy and then someone to their credit and i'm i don't remember the name but someone like went through which is crazy amount of time i'm sure went through all the other leagues oh yeah did you see that? that? And, said, right and Boise State would have been every other league's tiebreakers. Boise State would have been in every single one of them. Mm-hmm. The team that got screwed was San Jose. San Jose yes. State would have been at, in at like six or seven of and the ten And in some leagues. of those conferences, we would have been hosting the We would have been hosting camp. more than half. Yeah. Because they go to head-to-head. It's three-way tie. Then you go head-to-head amongst the tie. You know what I mean? So the way that the Mountain West set this thing up was such a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the computer rankings that no one looks at anymore at all. Yeah. And I think Crazy. so many people last night were like, this thing is so stupid the way this works out. And then this morning when it came out, they're probably like, no, nah, it it's works. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's okay. Well, not in non San Jose, right? Yeah. But uh, the interesting thing about college football in general is we're going to see way. I mean, everyone's going to figure out their tiebreakers, but I, well, we've talked about this on the pod. I don't know how much you've listened to earlier on in the year, but I hate the direction that I love college football. Yesterday was awesome. My father-in-law was in town. Oh, we were dude, sitting there watching games. football games, going back and forth like all day long. It was awesome. But um, the direction of college football with these huge conferences, 
like 18 teams in a conference and no divisions. Yeah. And you're going to somehow figure out two to play in the championship Fair game enough. when they don't even play the other half of the teams. There's no way to make it equitable ever. So this is going to happen more and more often. Without I, I don't like the fact that they're too big without divisions. But it is what it is. You got to win your, you know, you got to win your conference. I mean, do we just leave it up to AI to figure out? Maybe I don't know. But this this is going to happen with AI. Trivia Trivia. This is going to happen. Are trivia? This is going to keep. I didn't realize that these new bigger conferences weren't doing divisions, and that's the direction things are going. Yeah, the Mount West did. I didn't realize that then. That's going to be a disaster. Yeah. So next year, yeah, all uh, the Big Twelve doesn't. Um, Big Ten. The Big Ten won't have them yeah. next year. The SEC won't either. They have 20 teams, 18 teams. 18 right now. and 16. And the Big 12 is going to have 16, I believe. Dude, it's just hard. It, I don't like It's so stupid. If you're Brian Harson, how hard are you laughing at Auburn right now? Dude, <laughs> dude, New Mexico State in one week, and then you give up a fourth and fourth 31. And 31. <laughs> yeah. A chance to beat dude. Alabama. Dude, horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's got to be like, well, I guess it wasn't me. Oh, so bad. So, right. so, so bad. Yeah, that was crazy. So, Brian Harson, by the way, I know we talked about him the last couple of weeks. I like Brian Harson. Me too. I I always did. Uh, so, mm. you know, mixed feelings there. But <laughs> like, if, yeah, he's a good coach. Do I want him to come back? What would you rather have? Brian Harson and Danielson. Spencer Danielson stays and Bush stays. Let's just, let's just throw it out there. Or. Oh, you're uh, saying Brian Harson's head coach, those two coordinators yes. stay. Uh, yeah. Or Sean Lewis. Who, his name's getting Texas thrown out State there. He was he was the coach at Kent Kent, Kent State. State, who's who's mm. now an assistant at for Dion. Are, okay. are these my only two options? <laughs> well, or anyone, yeah. just any assistant, and, and they bring in their whole new staff. Harson, it's an interesting Harson. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that one we I would take Harson because I know. Yes, you can do worse. We for could sure. do worse than Harson. We could do worse than Danson. I don't even. I don't think Harson even gets an interview though. I'm still convinced he's going to be at San Diego State. Not even a text from Dickie. Probably not a text. <laughs> not, not even a Christmas card. I don't. I don't know, man. I just. I just think there's too many people in influential spots that didn't like Carson. That he rubbed the wrong way. Whatever. You thought but, that was actual like people, donors, things like that that didn't like him. I. I uh, it's hard. To I don't have any I, proof to, for that, obviously. But I just think that I just. I do remember the vibe when he left, was like, oh well. We'll get someone else. We'll get someone else. Is this better? He was kind of, uh, he's got a little yeah. bit of a dick sometimes. Like, I don't know. I just don't think that it would, I, you contrast that to when Pete left and it was like the sky is falling and for good reason. Right. But I don't know. I just, the whispers out there. I don't, I, I'm sure there were some people that loved him, but just talking to BJ and talking to some of the, some of the people they talk to obviously this is going a few levels here but like i i i don't think that he's a serious candidate to be honest that's just yeah. a, an opinion somewhat well, i can step on a lot of line landmines with the fan base and this podcast here we go i was always a harson apologetic okay yeah. apologist and so and i know that you get in trouble for liking harson and also anything that would be leaning towards expectations now i'm not saying that expectations are too high but Maybe have some humility in that Peterson was like the pinnacle. And to maintain yep. that, you don't do in college football. And we have no business no. maintaining Be that number at two State with our money, no. the size of our yeah. fan base, the size of our donors, all that stuff. So with Harson, I thought he was underappreciated because people kept expecting this, yep. which nobody does in college football, right. but Alabama. Right. 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 And then he kept it going. I know there was those awful losses that happened, missing championship game, losing some championship games. Granted, some people the wrong way, 
But I still think there needs to be some appreciation for what he did. That He kept it going. And if it was a decline, I do think that was inevitable. And it wasn't a steep decline. No. It, was, it was slow. Yeah. So maybe he did grind it into the ground. And that's the stuff I don't know about. Maybe that's where I'm overly appreciative of him. But... Yeah, I don't think excited. he did. Brandon thinks that he left Avalos with a bear, a cupboard bear, and I'm like, there's no proof well, to that I whatsoever. Think being a baby. Because, <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go, because dude. Because they were already frustrated with some of the losses, and then Harson said the Twidiots comment. Yeah, yes. like, and so many people got lost with that. And it's like, is the job of the coach to be liked? Maybe a small percentage of the job is to placate to the, the fan big base. donors, big donors at least, <laughs> right? Wait, what? <laughs> What? Oh, whoops! Don't. <laughs> well, that, that's important too. <laughs> Do, wait, wait, wait! Hold on. I got. Wait, what? I got a question. <laughs> yeah. Does Does Dick have big donor? <laughs> it's a fair question. It's a good question. Fair good question. Yeah, and that's why we, why, why, why we brought Taylor on the show. Yeah. So anyways, busy. Sorry. So I I don't I will never go so far to say that your expectations are so high. I think it's more nuanced than that. It's be realistic with how much joy or how frustrated you're going to get when we lose. Because I do think that what we did with Peterson was impossible to maintain. Cause again, in the climate, it just doesn't No one happen. could have ever dreamed that, that we would no. have it. Yeah. And then the fact that we may not have it again and everyone's freaking out. Right. Yeah. But I get it too. Like if, if he calls you a twidiot, people are going to be offended <laughs> by that. But I'm a middle manager at a big organization. So I get what it's like to be a manager too. It's like, you cannot please everyone. You just got to operate within the building. I think his point was, I'm going to control what I can control. And the only way I do that is I don't actually listen to the people on Twitter. And maybe the, how you critique Carson is, yeah, he was listening to the, maybe that's why he said it because he is being (laughs) sensitive and all that. So anyways, sorry, I don't, Sorry, Brandon. I didn't mean to. Brandon's being a baby. What Taylor said. You know all the people in that camp, but (laughs) I I do think there needs to be a level of appreciation for what he did, and that's why I still like him today because people feel like it was a good thing. He won a Fiesta Bowl. I don't think so. He did win it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and now now, we know, right? Yeah. And I think that the appreciation for Harson. I think that now that we've seen what happened after he left, I think that there is you can look back and say like, yeah, he had a really tough job following up Pete. No one was going to keep it there. Even let's let's be honest. Pete's last year, we were eight and five. He didn't keep it there. He didn't keep it there. So and he was out right. the door. And so he's you know, Harson came. <laughs> yeah, he's a bum. What was he doing coaching here, anyways? Um, so I hey, I don't disagree with that. I think yeah. that that you know, but uh, yeah, there is just a lot of people that really he rubbed the wrong way for Which whatever I get reason. But I think a lot really, of people would still take him back, though, if he's winning football I w- games. I would, and he averaged over 10, 10 games yeah, a year. And did you watch the interview with BJ and Harson? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You could tell. I mean, the guy, he, he, he has high expectations. He's a leader. Yeah. He's going to demand a lot from his players mm-hmm. because the whole two-quarterback thing he was talking about, he's like, you got to you know, have that one quarterback earn it, fight yeah. for it, and not just do this whole back-and-forth thing. So I think Harson you know, he's going to make decisions. Now, if those decisions are rash or, you know, like whatever, um, too quick to make decisions or what we think may be the wrong ones, I don't know, but he's going to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I think, is a proven yeah, leader I and like proven Carson. winner. He's going to be successful. He'll be coach. He'll be a head coach next year. Yeah. I think he's in the mix at Oregon State. I think he oh, might be in the mix at Oregon I State. About that. I, I still That'd think good... my name, I'm, I still think he'll be at San Diego State. I think he would be I would awesome there. I would hate, I would hate so it, much. but for him... It'll be great. I think it'll be great. I think and and but um I think he could get in the mix with Oregon State. 
I mean, he he could sell that the Auburn thing was just so foreign, so different. Yeah, it didn't work. But look what but I did at Boise play, State. Are we I'm playing Oregon State next year? Next year, yeah. yeah. So I think he could get in the mix there. I think we could do way worse than him. Um, yeah. But it is oh. it is what it is, and and I don't know if that that ship may have sailed. <laughs> I think you want to know who wants the job that you guys. I don't know if you listened to Idaho Sports oh, Talk this week. Oh, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie yeah, wants. Did you hear that. that interview? I didn't hear the interview. Oh man, he. I didn't hear it either. He wants the job. I mean, he, he he wants the job back. He did before, three years ago. Yeah, right? but he wants. I don't think. I don't think. Who would so you rather only, have, Danielson or Dinwiddie? I don't know. I mean, Dinwiddie's been. He's up, coaching had, CFL? CFL. Yeah, he's been like the coach of the year up there for two years in a row now. I think and won a Grey Cup last year, not this year. But the only way that you could bring Dinwiddie in would be if if excuse me if he kept the majority of the staff uh-huh. because he hasn't been recruiting. Ever. Yeah. I that's, mean, and that's the same thing with Kellen, in my opinion, but is that he, he would just have to keep the, the coordinators and everyone because he might be a great guy, but I don't know. We don't know. I think he might be a great CEO and a good coach. Uh, he knows what it's like. I don't know. We could do worse than Dinwiddie, too. Dinwiddie might actually, if he kept the coordinators, that would be one hire that I'd say that I would be excited about. I would actually be excited about that one. Um, I'd be more excited about Harson though. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're already, we're already talking that Kellen Moore is not even in the mix. We're like, the way we're talking, we're already making that assumption he's not. And yeah, I, I don't think we can get. We, him. we don't know. Well, right. I we mean, we're assuming, but either. And we don't. Obviously, the guy knows football, but like, he's not going to win you over with his charisma. It, that comes from his, from his just I agree knowing with this stuff. Guy. Right. And there is two different types of people in the world: people that you can win over with the hype and the energy, and the people that just want to know that you know what you're talking about. So he's only ever going to win over the people that know football. Yeah. So maybe that, but I don't know if that gets recruits or not in this day and age. I'm with I'm with Whitney here. I really am. I, I Brandon and I talked about this last week, and he was, I don't know. I I just don't think that Kel Moore is a slam dunk at, by any stretch as a college coach. I don't think so. But I don't think he's even in the mix for this. So, are you just basing that off his Kendall Ford commercials? Dude, those are pretty good though. Those are good. I like those. Herbert. No. Yeah. Can you imagine the the downfall of Kellen Moore if he came here and? Went, oh. Can you imagine? Like, so that would hurt all of us. because yeah. He's so beloved, but like, just imagine how if he like, didn't win, how toxic. Like, you, you would start getting like Napoleon Dynamite references and stuff. Like, it would go so bad, so quick because there's so much ammunition to use there as well. I think it could it could get real. Yeah, scary. like if you bring him on as a head coach and he has like a losing season or goes like you know remember Ty Demmer at BYU yeah, he yeah. was only a coordinator he just kind of faded away so bad yeah so bad but they like didn't bad. fire him they're like you'll be a coach in our hearts just forever you. yeah but <laughs> and he went back to high school yeah, or I don't know what I just, he's doing yeah it hmm. didn't work though yeah it'll be interesting because I, I assume by the time I think there's too week, much to lose for Kellen Moore yeah too much think, to lose why would he want it the only reason yeah, stay in I, the NFL Kellen. I've talked about this yeah I don't know why you would want to be a college head coach right now Aspire to be an NFL, NFL head coach well, is yeah. what I think you should do. I should do. text Jeremiah and tell him to just forget about Kellen now. We yeah, text yeah, Kellen too. That out. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Good idea. I like this guy. All right. Hey, we have a couple comments. Ooh. We had a <clears throat> fun episode last week. We did. Dave Southern joined us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave's a great guy. Um, real quick. Sorry, can I interject real quick? Yeah. So Started talking about Dave Southern and one, Taylor's like, Stop I love it. this guy. Well, no, no, no. So just one of my goals for this podcast was to be in the top two of guests on this podcast that mm-hmm. work at St. Luke's. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Second, St. Luke's employee. So the top two. And the top two. Okay. And the top three of all guests. Do we know ever. anybody else at St. Luke's that <laughs> is going <laughs> to fight who you Who knows who we got next week? Well, you guys only had three guests total, right? Yeah. We have. And am I yeah. the third? You're, You're the, the third. third. Top three is what I'm aiming for. Top three. The, yeah, one of them doesn't work at St. Luke's, but yeah. the other two have. So you're definitely top two. Of, yeah. Of St. Luke's. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. Good job. Thanks. That's Sorry. Good. It, the uh, is Matt Meyer saying you guys are getting big time landing some great guests. <laughs> so Dave Southern. We follow that up with Taylor Whitney. He also agrees Sorry, with guys. Minor, <laughs> who needs to keep the mustache, is what he said. Oh, uh, yeah. You can keep it. Uh, another one. Great job, dudes. Thank you. My brother, Russ, said y'all need to get Dave an NIL deal to keep him as a recurring guest. Ooh, Dave did good. Dave's a pro. Dave's done this. We before. did have that conversation. Like, should we just bring Dave on and he could run the show? And then, you know, I don't <laughs> is that like too good for us? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> NIL deal though. Job. Yeah. Is is there is that a possibility for I, Dave? Yeah. Hidden Springs physical therapy. We give him some free, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Dry needling or something? Yeah. You could like free massage. Ooh. I'm not a masseuse. Well, he, I, I think I'm not he a masseuse. That would be disappointing massage. He works in like marketing at St. Luke's. Let's get St. Luke's connection yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. Hey. There we go. Hey. I'm a middle manager. You're middle manager. No Come on, bro. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do something there. Uh, somebody else chiming in saying uh, Dinwiddie should be the head coach, Danielson, defensive coordinator, and Hamden, the OC. That's Kurt Blake. I like that comment. The problem is, here's my, and I think I may have said this last week. If Danielson doesn't get the head coaching job, I think he's gone no matter who they hire. I just think that when you get passed over twice now, not that he was really a legit candidate the first time. No. I just feel like he he did all this. He was a coach for three or four games. They win the championship, let's say, or whatever. And then you're like, oh, now you're back to where you were because we thought this guy was better than you. That's what it is. That's what they're doing. He's 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 a hot commodity. He with all the staffs changing right now, he can get a DC job at a at at a different school easily. I just don't. I think he's either here as the head coach or he's not here next this year. This is a wild I would idea. Put money on that. This is a wild idea, and Go it ahead. may make Dicky look bad if he did this. Okay, but what if you go one season with Danielson as a trial run? <laughs> right, like you can't say that That's, obviously, right? But That's if innovative. you're doing this again in a year and you're like, all right, now we're really going to go after it and find somebody else and bring him in. But are you going to give Danielson at least the shot? But if people don't know that it's a trial run, yeah, you're. Ob- well, I, I don't know. You sign up for that either. I mean, it's it's nice if you have that luxury, but he's not going to sign a deal like that. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah. I, I just think maybe you, you pay another. Pay. Maybe in the back of your head, you're like, this is a trial. Yeah, but you can't. It always is though. Payout. Yeah, that's true. You know, we owe Avalos three mil. They're like Danielson. There's no buyout in your <laughs> contract. Yeah. <laughs> Will you deal. sign this? Well, and then, and then recruiting wise, that just doesn't work. You need yeah. a coach you that has multiple years, and yeah. yeah. But yeah, I agree. Danielson's not going to get a head coaching gig somewhere else. He doesn't not no. get this job and go somewhere else. But his best case is you don't think the, he's going to be a head coach somewhere else. Not right away. Okay. Like if he doesn't get the Boise State job, he's not going to end up as a head coach somewhere else this year. All right. I think it's a possibility. I, oh, I don't think he'll be a, it would be a lower level. It would be lower level. But I'm thinking he would be a defense coordinator, probably a power five yeah. or That's somewhere else. Step. This, yeah. yeah, as his next step. And then, yeah. Um, but like Louisiana Monroe, or I mean, that came open today. And New Mexico, not that he'd take that job, but there's some G5s that maybe. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Interesting stuff. While you're looking at that, I mean, yeah. back to the game yes. coming up, right? Because I think, I don't know, by the time we talk next week, we might have a new coach, so we'll have different things to talk about. But I have a new coach, might have a Mountain West Championship might, trophy. You know, and let's just, I think we need to take a second, maybe we should have done this at the beginning. 
if people are still listening, we probably, we just really need They're to appreciate. hanging on the edge of their seats, Moss. <laughs> they want to hear this part. Yeah. No, I think we just need to appreciate that we're at this position. Yeah. It's amazing. It, it really like, is. Did like, you see the tweet from Travis Hawks? Like, yes. Listing all the I things. Did. What Speaking of NIL, Travis, I'm sure he listens to this. We could wear some sweet. In fact, I got this. This is a game day hoodie from. Check it out. From uh, Blue and Orange Store. Blue and Orange Store a couple years yep. ago. That's Blue and Orange Store. Okay. Come on, Travis. Let's go, man. There's Sponsor a, the podcast is yes. how you're saying. Or just give us some free gear and we'll pimp the gear. Come on. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yes, why don't you read it we're out? All good, you have it? We're all good looking guys here. Well, sort of, but you know. Brandon's not here. So yeah, okay. I it works. No. <laughs> the mustache isn't here. Okay. Travis Hawk <laughs> tweeted this out. He said, imagine playing for a Mountain West Conference Championship with this for a season. Number one, starting QB benched, wild two QB system ensues, new QB season ending injury. <laughs> hmm. Second one, uh, you blow a 20 point lead with six minutes left and lose on a Hail Mary. In conference. I mean, just to <laughs> blow so any bad. lead with one, like that's hard to do. So Six minutes bad. left. Uh, your best wide receiver quits. Yeah. Okay. And the starting three still aren't playing. Yeah. Right? They're out from the beginning oh, of the year. Cobbs and Cobbs and Cables. Yeah. Cables. Uh, your two elite running backs, Holani and Genty, they play together only two games, which yeah. have been the last two games. Yeah. Yeah. And then your head coach got fired. Yeah. And defensive injuries. There's been a lot of injuries. Yeah, on it's, it's a crazy Dimitri Washington's and, out. And the, I mean, a bunch of guys are. So, I mean, we need to give credit. I mean, these, you know, they, and Danielson has said it, so I don't need to, I'm not going to say it better than him, but there's so many opportunities for this, t- this season to have gone a different way. We needed some luck, right? But the reality is. For better or for worse to go a different way. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, it could have been better from the, but the yeah. way that it was going and they fire the coach and all these things for this team to be in this position, that's a credit to the kids, yeah. you know, to yeah. the coaches that the coaches don't know if they have a job in a week, you know, right. and that's unsettling. Right. I mean, the coaches make good money, the but it's not great, great money. The position coaches are making 150, 180 K and they don't know if they're going to work next year. Yeah. Right. And so that's unsettling. Right, uh, the coordinators they're making good money. Avalos is fine. The position coaches they're coaching their butt off. So I think it's awesome. I mean, the fact that we're there in this game and we have a chance to finish it. We haven't won a conference championship for a while. And this, and I saw this too. Clay Helton was an interim coach that made it to the to the uh, their conference championship game for USC uh, in 2015 and lost it. There's not a single interim coach that has ever taken the team and won a conference championship ever. So Danielson has a chance to do that. Dude, that's pretty sweet. It's pretty awesome. And credit to the, to, to the kids. Genty, I mean, I honestly, and I would I would bet, if you had a gun to my head, bet, I don't think he's here next year. But the fact that he, I mean, the fact that he got hurt and he busts his butt to get back and he's contributing to the team when in reality he could just be out and injured and go move back to Texas in a few weeks and get paid. And he may end up doing that anyways, but the fact that he's, bust his butt and playing and putting his butt in the line. Awesome. So it's pretty cool. It's, I yeah. mean, what a, what a year. 2019 was the last time we won it. We beat Hawaii. Yeah. 31. That's pre COVID man. Pre COVID. And we've lost, we it. lost to San Jose state in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we lost to Fresno state last year. We've been in the game like six out of seven years. I think I saw someone, right? So we we're in this game a lot, but, uh, yeah, we won it we obviously we're in 2014. Three in this game. We're three and three in this game. So that's not great. Yeah, 2018, we lost to Fresno State. Mm-hmm. That was the uh, couldn't they blocked the extra point? That was the Kent Riddle. I mean, the you know mm. Kent. 
Kent's a good guy. Come we on, like Mark. The Riddler. He's the, one who brought it the Riddler. Up. He's the Riddler. Yeah. yeah. No, I like Kent. I agree. It's Thanksgiving weekend. I, I do think we should enjoy that. Yeah. And celebrate. And I'm I'm actually gonna figure out a way to go. I think. are you? Because we went down to Logan and it was good so fun to go. I love I love away games. I've never been to that Super fun. before. It was it's, awesome. And so just a yeah. chance to go to Vegas and hit the Pac-12 championship the night dude, before too. Those are. Have you looked at those tickets, dude? They're like good 160 luck. or something. Was oh, right? that it? Oh, I, I saw they looked a higher. That was last that. week. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, good for you. I would love to. I I totally would. That my problem is that I'm coaching my fourth grade That's basketball team. We got a basketball and tournament. I missed the last tournament we played. It's like I can't be the coach and miss all the games. <laughs> like eight yeah. games is what it amount to. Otherwise, I would absolutely be there. So good on you for being there. Well, maybe. I mean, you guys are being dads, which I think is more important than going to the football game. But um, <laughs> which I agree with. But I am taking my son, so I guess that's how yeah. I, yeah. No, I would do it if I wasn't coaching. I'd absolutely do it. Matt coaches too. So yeah, yeah. Drive down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard plane tickets are super expensive. Yeah. They were, so I could get a cheap flight down, but the last cheap flight out was at five thirty, and kickoff was at twelve. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can't see the whole game and get back to the airport. No so we're gonna make the drive. So it's ten do hours it. both ways. I think we'll do it. But I would do it. I, I, I totally would. Do. I think there are gonna be a lot of people that are really excited to go now because yeah. this all came about within the last week and a half. Like it's the last week. Will right? there yeah. be more Boise State fans than you no. fans? No, no. I don't it's think so. Far. It's a it's a ways and it's it's late notice, but and who knows what the weather will be like as far as driving. But it looked okay. It'll I was be, checking that out. Too. Yeah, it should be a decent contingent for sure. And I wish I could go, but I just can't can't shirk the responsibility. Yeah. Are you pitching your sob story so Travis Hawks will charter a jet for you down there, dude? That would be sweet, Travis. <laughs> what up, what up, BJ's PJ? Yeah. BJ's always getting a, a ride on someone's yeah. private jet. Do you actually? Yeah. Talk to Travis. Do you guys? You can, I know Travis. Guys, I don't. Oh, okay. No, I don't know him well at all. No, I mean I know him, but I don't talk to him. I try and write. You know, he'll he'll ignore me a lot more than he'll. <laughs> he respond. hasn't blocked you though. You guys you guys get block him on, me. on here someday. I work for Travis. Oh, in fact, we've talked about getting. Was Travis. that your first job working for Travis? Or? Uh, no, but I did work for Travis. Yeah, yeah. back in the day at Pro Image and at Caps. I Caps. worked at Caps one summer. Do you have somewhere you're going with this next? Can we? Just what do you talk, got? Go I, for I just it. Want to talk about Taylor. Let's do it. I, I think it's so interesting because like, I want to, <laughs> I do like him and I don't yeah. want to actually hate or critique or anything, but I do think that this game and it is fire force. So I think that factors in, of course, but the, the inconsistency of like, there was a couple of drives that were fantastic. We had two huge, like one huge plays by Genty. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one really good sustained drive, but beyond that, overall, I saw lots of failed third and shorts third and longs again. So I think it's all validated what his strengths are versus some of the things he's working on. Yeah. Anytime we were in a third and long position, it was like, there's no hope. Yeah. can get it. Yeah. So like the crappy part about getting behind Taylor right now is if this happens again next year, one game, two games, that's when the fan base turns. Like it always happens with all the quarterbacks. Like mm-hmm. people hated Rippin <laughs> by the end. Right. And Rippin was really, really good. It <laughs> was good. really good. It was really good. And then you saw with Hank, right? He comes out, he's, he, he's a flash as a freshman does mm-hmm. really good, but you could see before that last year too, if we're not killing it, yeah, it, 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 the firm, the fan base just turns. And I think next year is when that runs out. If this happens again next year with Taylor the fan base will turn and will do what they've done to these other quarterbacks who are very competent. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. I was, I was going to, or at least I had these thoughts over the weekend too about Taylor where it's like, I'm really glad he got his shot. I I didn't want Madsen to get hurt, obviously, but the fact that Taylor kind of got thrown into this weird situation, which yes, he has blame in this. You know, he 
he didn't dominate, and so therefore we went to a two-quarterback system. But it's like you got these two games to kind of showcase your talents. But what has he done with it? He I don't has, even know. Exactly, and so that's why I'm like, Talon, you know, if you were upset about not playing more, it's like, well, look what you've done the last two games. With his legs, I think yeah. he's done some really great things. And, yeah, he's thrown some great passes, but obviously you can see the areas that he needs to develop in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like you need to work on those exactly. What you're saying, Taylor, next or next season – it's going to be tough going. And I, I know that people scheme against him, but I don't even think his running has been. He'll get that one 12-yard touchdown run. Yeah, game, around think, the but, end. But yeah. yesterday, that was all there was. He did nothing else. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And Maddox isn't even a runner. He makes that split-sec decision, steps up in the pocket, and makes and the throw, goes. or he takes off. Taylor tried to do that once last week, and he got tripped up. Mm-hmm. So something about Madsen's ability to get to the point where I, I got to go allows him to actually run better than the – much better. I think it's because his legs Taylor. are shorter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like Taylor's leg is so is. long. Yeah. Like long. He's got one foot outside That's the pocket, point. and the That's other one's still point. in the I, middle I, of the I, pocket. I still contend that people, from what he did last year and his athleticism, that people do. I still think that our running game for Genty and Holani is better because he is quarterback. Of course. Now. He obviously needs to improve on some things. Um, I think he knows. I think everyone knows that. And the fact that he hasn't come in and like, it would be once he came in, Madison gets hurt, and the last two games he throws for three touchdowns, 250, 300 yards, and just that. killing it. But he hasn't. And even going into last year, he hasn't. So I think it is an interesting question. And obviously, it'll take care of itself uh, with the new coach. Um, depending on Madison's injury, how long does that last? But it'll be interesting to see, like, I think we were all like assuming, oh yeah, Talon's going to transfer, but then the coaching and Madsen. But it's like, well, where exactly is he going to transfer to? I think there is a lot of G five schools that would love to have him is as an athleticism. Though, yeah. But where could he go? There's no Power Five that would take him as a starter, so. maybe yeah. as a backup. But there's no, there's not a single quality school that would hand him the starting job. I don't think he's proven that yet. No. And he's got as good of a shot here to start as anywhere, especially if Mad Stay Dog's here. hurt yeah. for a while. Yeah. I I still I lo- he's such a good seems like such a good kid. Absolutely. And the reality that he like hung in there and accepted the two quarterback system didn't you know who knows behind closed doors, but he by all accounts just kept grinding. I respect that about him. I'd love to see him ne- you know be back next year and be the starting quarterback, but. Um, he has to make improvements. I mean, he's for this yeah. team to go from seven and five to like ten and two potential expanded playoff. He needs to go. He needs to take some some big steps. Whoever the next head coach is, develop Taylor Green needs to be number one on your list. Well, that was Bush Hamden. That yeah, was Bush exactly. Hamden's, and and that was by all accounts that was the goal. And then I guarantee you, Bush and. Andy didn't go into this year being like, I hope that our six six, four point two, you know, like quarterback really doesn't play well so that we can bring in the freshman who's five nine from Utah five, six. and have and have this like <laughs> mess of a quarterback. They didn't want that. No one wanted that. And Talon played his way down into that situation. Maybe. Was he even up to start with? Because Cutter, like, if you look at the games last year, it was exactly like the game yesterday. Yeah. I thought. We'd, it was very selective passing, pound on the rock. Yep. It was all situational. One read throws. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. I'm not smart enough about football to say whether it is one read or not. But that yeah. interception to Billy Bowens, that play is he only – he rolls out – Throws to Billy. He, he they were successful against New Mexico. Air Force picked it off. Yeah, um, it's a good point. So do you? I don't know if you had to. Would you? 
I don't know who else is out yeah. there. You know I what I mean? It's just anything. like, what do you compare I mean, it to? Mad Dog? I don't know. So I like Mad Dog. And you got to think Hamden does too, yeah. at least to be able to operate the offense that he wants. And I agree. Taylor's going to open up other running options for the team. But so is Madsen because he's going to, they were stacking the box and we still ran the ball on them. And maybe that's the Taylor effect. But how much does Taylor add to the run game by his threat versus Max could throw the ball consistently across the middle and over and the defense steps back? I, obviously, you, yeah. know, you can't compare those things one-to-one and make that determination. But I think that's the case for Taylor is, is we can run the ball with Taylor, And of course we can, but I think that we could with Madsen as well. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. But I don't know, maybe Hamden, do you think Hamden's having as much fun or wanting to run the offense that he wants to with Taylor? And no. that's also the case for Taylor is, is we're playing to his strengths. What does that remind you of? Game manager in the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. And people are like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I yeah, know, you, but- they're dealing with what they're dealing with, right? But... We'll see. I mean, I do we all agree that both those quarterbacks aren't on the roster next year? I don't see too many situations that Mad Dog and Green both come back with the uncertainty of right. the coaching staff. Because uh, I think they've both shown enough that they could both start it at group of five schools. I don't know. You, you don't think they're here next year? I don't think both of them are here together. I think one of them stays and one goes, I think. Well... Maddox probably waits to see what Taylor does, yeah? Prob- yeah. But again, no one's going to be handing a job anywhere else. So maybe they say, hey, I know this place, and I'm comfortable here, and I'm, we're going to battle. Because anywhere these guys yeah. go, there's going to be a competition. There's not a sing- Unless you go to FCS. And I- Taylor's not going to FCS. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it'll be interesting. I think it has to do with the coaching and who Dan- they hire. Let's keep Danielson then. We'll keep all the quarterbacks, all the coordinators if he stays. <laughs> Just run it back. Right? Yeah. Just do another I think the potential's there. I, I can get really excited about Danielson for that reason because continuity, we'll get the most continuity with Danielson by it, far. The, the, the interesting thing about that is that Jeremiah Dickey in his little snippets and interviews has been talking about the opportunity coming up starting next year, the 12-team playoff, and that being a big thing, right, and yeah. why he made that change. The interesting thing is if you hire some assistant from anywhere, are you? is there a cascade effect where you have a lot of transfers and now you're rebuilding, right. and that, that opportunity That's of next year yeah. – Maybe there's a rebuild year because all your best players leave. Whereas if you keep Danielson, I don't know. It's it's a again yeah. we we keep coming back to that topic because I think yeah. it's the biggest one. But yeah, because uh, you always have the like when you hire a new coach, they could make the excuse of like these aren't my guys. Wait till I get my guys yeah. right, and then well, it's like well we wanted to jump on this playoff next right year now, so. right now. So if you keep the band together <sighs> and don't do a full reload or a full reset. Yeah. You can jump on it sooner. But if you bring somebody new in, who knows? Yeah. I, it's really interesting times, for sure. I would not want to be Jeremiah Dickey right now. No. <laughs> I think that is a super, super tough situation mm-hmm. to be in. I think there's a lot of things as far as scheduling and timing goes. Transfer portal, you've got championship game coming up, you yeah. know. Recruiting, signing Rich, day. It's like everything is going on, and oh, yeah, you got to go find a head coach right now. By the way, Gatlin Blair Bears Bear. never never playing as a Bronco. Doesn't we know that, like right? Well, I said that the day that he committed, and <laughs> he was at he was at Oregon a couple weeks ago. He was at Michigan, Michigan. yesterday. <laughs> That's okay. He's going on. I mean, we can't make any decisions based on that. We'll end up at BYU. It'll be the worst. He'll, yeah. he'll ultimately <laughs> he'll go on a mission, and then you know how that works. He'll end up at BYU, Frick. <laughs> Gosh. Will Farron, by the way, who used to kick for Boise State. I know State. he had a big time. Big he had a big time uh, in a tough the other day. Tough loss. Tough for loss. The Cougs. I feel bad for those Cougs. Yeah. And so anyway, sorry. I I like Taylor. I think he's great. I do like a lot of stuff that he does, and I don't want any of that to. 
I don't want to come off as someone who's an idiot who just criticizes a young man who's a very good person, of course. But that's an interesting topic on the it is. stuff. We all wanted sure. him and want him to be yeah, successful. Yeah, would you I think say? our goal would be like Taylor Green's our guy next year and he's improved a little bit. Yeah, because you can't yeah, definitively right? say that he's progressed, really. No, you can't. And I and objectively we speaking, yeah. we don't know why. Yeah. Hopefully it works out for him here. That's still I would love, I would love for, for it to work out for him here. Yeah. Uh, this I probably shouldn't say this, but oh, also boy. it's like oh no, no, it's not even Here that bad. No, I'm just I'm feeling politics. This, this is I'm permanent. Feeling, I'm feeling guilt we, about we can't delete this. criticizing football players when I don't even know that much about football. We we feel but, that all the time. But look like <laughs> Jalen Henderson and Montel Cozart, those like Taylor Green is usually the guy who ends up at the Power Five conference, doesn't quite work out, and then transfers and to a here. higher level you know group of five. You know, not the opposite. We just you know, started. Like, yeah. He's always been interesting that way where, you know, you usually build an offense around a Maddox Madsen, you know, not the other way around to a Taylor Green, you know. Uh, it's just kind of interesting. It is interesting. I love the see. stuff I see on social media of, like, the, the guy saying to his wife, like, the 19-year-olds that went to the same school I did didn't perform very or didn't score as many points right. as the other team. So I'm just going to stay in the basement and exactly. drink until I fall asleep. <laughs> well, it's like we invest so much in these 19, 20 year old kids. Yeah. And it's like, you do you, forget their kids. And yeah. Obviously I, there are things more important than this. And I just wanted to have something to talk about. Of course, obviously none of this stuff really matters. No, it's just fun. Things. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to be a fan. It's fun. But yeah, I mean, perspective is important as adults. <laughs> I remember when the uh, spring game a few years ago, we went down there after and the kids were there, the mm-hmm. players were signing autographs. Stuff. And I just remember that, like just looking at these guys and they're like, they're freaking teenagers. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you got to remember that. Cause we were at the heyday. We were the same age as these guys. And we forgot that we forget that we're, 40 now, right? Or some yeah. of us 40? <laughs> uh, soon Pathetic. I'll be 40. Yeah. What, are, what soon are we doing? Yeah. I will be 40. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, one last thought. I think we talked about it a little bit, but man, special teams, amazing. Yep. Jonah Dalmas, uh, James Ferguson <laughs> Reynolds. Amazing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, kicking. I should say be so a little much. bit more specific. We yeah. didn't return a kick the whole game. No. We have no interest in Neither it. Neither team did. Yeah. Air or Force did one at the end when they yeah. were out short on time. Yeah. yeah. But to have a kicker like Dalmas go out there, 50-yard plus field goal. Could have been 60. And, yeah. yeah. And it was – he just banged it through. Yeah. Right through the uprights. Yeah. And it, that took a load of pressure off because if you don't make that, they get the ball right there. One and, play. Yeah, one, one play. play. Yep. Yeah. Throwing that against our secondary. <laughs> that's scary. But when you've so got an scary. eight point buffer, yeah. That's huge it to be like able to worst I mean, case we go in overtime. Yeah. That Danielson so fired up. Um and Ferguson Reynolds, I mean, he Dude, had another stud. Dude, they started playing the uh Yeah, you were at the, the game. Yes. That was the first time they every, did that. Yeah. Land down under. Land down whatever. under every time he come out, dude. That was awesome. And they had a picture of somebody. <laughs> well, they have yeah, kangaroo costume, which is apparently Joey from the MC guy. <laughs> oh, really? Apparently it is. Yeah, I oh. saw a tweet. He's like, I just realized who this was, and apparently it was him oh. in the kangaroo costume. <laughs> that Wait, was awesome. Joey from what? Um, he's the MC at the, the game. MC. Oh, he's the, on the radio. the radio guy. Oh, Jenkins? okay. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they started. They're definitely pushing for him to win the Ray Guy Award, right? That's well, like, that's like he's. I think he's number right? one in the country in in some categories, but it's like seventy three yard punt, right? Yeah, Genty didn't even get on the Doak Walker finalist for the that's top crazy. running back. There's ten running backs. He didn't. That's so ridiculous, so stupid. Mm. But, yeah, it was. Yeah, to what you started with, Mark. The crowd was awesome. To have a full stadium that was loud and cheering and to have those big plays where that screen pass that Jindy took to the house and to see him without his brace and back, like, he's yeah. so 
fast. So yeah. anyways, it was cool Dynamic. to be there for all that live. Yep. Yes, sir. Are we winning? Oh, wait. You got... Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, we got Mountain West Championship yeah. game coming up. I like our... Ch- Dude, it just seems like... I wouldn't say we're the team of destiny or anything like that because this is a crazy ride. But I just think pound for pound, we're a better team than UNLV. I think our our players are playing super inspired. They've been in championship games. All pretty much most of them have All only them lost have. them, but they've been in that situation. UNLV is new to the new. Um, they have nothing to lose, right? I think it'll be a good game. I don't. I don't subscribe to the we're gonna kill them. I've heard that from right. from some people, but I think we find a way to win it. I just think we find a way to win it. Danielson gets carried it, off the it field. It feels like yeah. we're on an upward tra- trajectory, though. Okay. Yeah. Right. So there's excitement. It's a good time. Like, yeah. I, I think looking back to the Fresno State game when we lost it last year, I wasn't like like we maybe felt like we should have been there. You know, like we should have won. Mm-hmm. But this one's like we're climbing from the bottom of the pack and yeah. we shouldn't even be there. And it's awesome. And I think there's a lot of excitement. Yeah. I like that we're coming off a win. They're coming off a loss. Like they were probably feeling a lot better before yesterday. And I think we continue to feel better and better. And I think the crowd's going to be good. And yeah, I agree. Like we're hungry and we're scrappy. We're going to come down there and. I, yeah. I think they're going to win it. I think that anything can happen, like I said. But I just I think we're going to win it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go against us. Yeah. We're going to win this. Yeah. Taylor, you said we win? Win. Yeah, win. And we'll lose to Wyoming, probably. Is that that inside joke? No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I thought that was a recurring joke. Yeah. I botched it. That's, no, no, that's, you edit this, right? that, that's a recall back to me saying we lose to Wyoming I at home. You guys made a recall on that. That might have been too far back. My bad. No, and we have good. some ice baths. Possibly. If we do win, Brett Hughes has Cafe to come Rio. back. Yeah. And go, do an ice ice plunge. Hot punishment, right? Is that what you're yeah, talking hot about? Punishment. Well, it'll be a cold punishment. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be cold. In that. While others eat Cafe Rio, Cafe Rio. or Costa, Costa Vida. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be interesting. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again uh, on the Shirts and Skins podcast. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, leave us a comment. We appreciate those. Subscribe. Like it. Share it with your friends. Yeah. Taylor, you're going to watch more of our episodes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, So I found you guys like two weeks ago, and I've watched almost all of them since then. And you guys are good. So Yeah. No, this is the podcast for the Boise State fan. I was telling Matt before this, like, this is perfect. You've been a fan for 30 years. You know players' names. You know what it was like to do the ascension and the decline. If you want something that's not just rhetoric and, and media or whatever, like, this is the podcast for the people is how I feel. So hey, I, I feel go. so privileged to be on, so thank you. Because <laughs> I, I saw this, and I was like, oh, I want to be on there. And then you no messaged way. me this morning. I was like, yes. That's so, funny. Anyways, well, it's been thank good. You, you did a great much. job, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Not that we know what we're doing. We're just having fun, but we, yeah, it's been good. And And you know, just reconnecting too. I haven't talked to Taylor in long time, twenty years. Yeah, it's been right? a while, other than on Twitter. So it's been cool. Thank you. Taylor. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. Good to have you. Um, that's it. We'll that's it. see you next week. Boom.